Funding for Elwood City Limits is provided by Christopher Ifill, Ian Collis, John Dulong, Josias Melendez, Leanne S., Light Relentless, and Poolside123. If you'd like to support the podcast and get a little something for your trouble, go to patreon.com slash elwoodcitylimits. Lucas? Yeah, Will? Did you know that Elwood City Limits is nominated for an actual award? What? And it's not the award for worst podcast? It's actually the award for best podcast in Halifax? Who could have seen that coming? The Best of Halifax Awards 2018 are coming up very, very soon. Lucas, how can people vote for Elwood City Limits to be the best podcast in Halifax? Well, first of all, I want to thank everybody for helping us get nominated in the first place. And if you've done that, then you're familiar with the process. All you have to do is go to bestofhalifax.com and then pick the news and media category. All you have to do is scroll down to best podcast and vote for Elwood City Limits. You just have to type in your email and you're all signed up. And this really helps us out. Uh, it's an honor to even be nominated. So... Please, for the month of August, vote for Elwood City Limits to be the best podcast. And when's the last day they can vote? The last day they can vote, it's essentially August 1st to September 15th. All right! Woo! Funding for Elwood City Limits is brought to you by Facebook. Facebook.com slash Elwood City Limits. Twitter. At ECL Podcast. Tumblr. ElwoodCityLimits.tumblr.com. Email. ElwoodCityLimits at gmail.com. And by contributions from listeners like you. Literally at ElwoodCityLimits.Libson.com. Thank you. Cha-ching, cha-ching, baby. Hi there, everybody, and, uh, well, welcome. I can finally confirm. <laughs> I, uh, hopefully we can leave that joke in Season 5 of Arthur, because this is the very end of Season 4 of the PBS Kids Show Arthur here on Elwood City Limits, the episodic Arthur podcast. Welcome to this week's uh, much shorter episode. My name is Will Young. Uh, yeah, I am your host, and we want to thank you for joining us for this little wrap-up of Season 4 of Arthur. So, I'm going to do things a little bit differently today because, well, the day I'm recording this, it's my birthday. It's, i got to be honest with you, it's a little weird. I'm never quite comfortable with saying, like, hey, it's my birthday, and all this kind of stuff. Uh, so, um, it's just a little awkward, so I wanted to get that out of the way. I want to thank everybody for their birthday wishes so far and, uh, yeah, really appreciate that. I'm going to get into a bit more of housekeeping near the end of the podcast because since it's my birthday. I wanted to change up the formula a little bit. Now, normally on these uh, end-of-the-season retrospectives that my me and my co-host Lucas Mancini do is that we, uh, we talk about the season we just watched and then we rank our top five. Usually what I like to do is I like to hear from Lucas first, but I think this time I'm going to give him the primo spot of the second, and I'm going to give my picks first. So let's get into it. Um, season four of Arthur. So what I've been waiting for for a while is for Arthur to really start to grow into its own as a season, or, or rather as a show, I should say. You know, um, 
there were a couple of points in season two and season three where I'm like, okay, right, now we can start getting good. Now we can really uh, take our hair down and let loose. But um, I feel like, you know, for those earlier seasons, it just wasn't time yet. We never really got to see Arthur cut loose. And what I mean by that is that I know that in the grand scheme of this show, we've got a lot more episodes to come that are way out there. Like, we've got some concepts going on. And we've definitely gotten that before, but, like, I want it to become more of a regular thing because I feel like we are treading uh, similar ground, or rather, I don't know how much ground there is left to tread when it comes to, uh, you know, the kind of slice of life uh, style of Arthur. I feel like season one is really untouchable in terms of the slice of life narrative that you can get with an Arthur episode. And I feel like, so I feel like I've got that. So now I want Arthur to get weird. I want it to get weird. And I feel like we, that this was a step in the right direction. I also really appreciate, I don't think this was, uh, uh, this wasn't a, or actually, yes, it was. So what I really appreciate is a shorter season, um, not only just to keep things fresh for the podcast, but also I just kind of enjoy a shorter television season altogether. Now, granted, uh, with a show like this, uh, separating by season isn't necessarily a big distinction, but uh, it does help for our kind of coverage of it. Just like, okay, so season four, then into season five, it kind of keeps up the pace a little bit. Maybe we can get closer to season 20-something or whatever, at least at this point, at a bit of a faster rate. Yeah, no, I thought that uh, there were, I mean, there were the Slice of Life episodes, but I felt like there was a much more equal mix of some of the more out-there episodes, especially as we really got into the, got into the, um, got into the meat of the season. You know, I'm, I'm talking about episodes like the contest and uh, the the fright stuff. That was a bit off the wall. We got to kind of flesh out some characters uh, with the Ratburn episode. I really liked that one. Uh, we got What Is That Thing, which is one of the more memorable ones. It's funny. I feel like this is maybe the most memorable Arthur season. If you're talking in a general sense uh, from the hearts and minds of millennials and even younger, because this is the you know this is the season with Arthur's big hit. It's the Bobbin episode, uh, the episode with the Love Ducks. I feel a few people remember uh, Lucas's favorite episode. We'll see if he still thinks that uh, once we get into his the Blizzard. And yeah, I so I think Arthur's this was tracking in the right direction this is tracking the direction that i wanted and hopefully uh it worked for you too okay so let's uh let's take a look at my top five arthur episodes of the season this was a little tough because i mean with less to choose from i really had to um you know be sure what i was talking about i guess uh with fewer episodes you hope that the quality is going to match, and I feel like it really did, aside from a couple of dips here and there, but, you know, we don't like to dwell uh, on the dips. We like to dwell when the show is at its best. That's why we don't do, like, a worst episodes list. I mean, why why bother? We're trying to be, trying to be more positive about it. I feel like that's the Arthur way to do things. So, let's start it off. Number five. Uh, for me, it's going to be the contest, and this is what I was talking about. Um, 
I wanted Arthur to really start getting off the wall, and uh, my favorite so far has been when the Arthur writers decide to get meta with it, especially because of how how dated it is. And I say dated in kind of a good way. So the contest, you know, where they all write their different essays, I mean, you've got references to things that I remember, but maybe you don't remember, like Dr. Katz, Beavis and Butthead, South Park, Dexter's Lab, all this kind of stuff, and I really appreciate it, and I really liked how the animators got to kind of stretch out a little bit and have some fun with the character designs. I thought that they did a really good job of emulating each show's style, and I'm sure that that was um, quite the effort to go from style to style to style like that. So I really appreciate everything that they did in that and, uh, yeah, no, I thought that was a really fun one. Number four, DW Tailspins. Um, I was kind of surprised. I was looking over the episode list uh, for this, and I did end up really putting this here. Like, I'll, I'll you know, a little bit of spoilers here. I'll, I didn't put the Fright stuff on my list. I like that episode a lot. I love the Arthur Halloween episodes. But, no, I really like DW Tailspins because of the message, and, again, because I feel like that's another one where the writer's gonna kind of got to flex their meta muscle with the Vegemorphs and everything. But also, um, the, ch- the child's retelling of the Odyssey is kind of where a lot of my cultural knowledge for that story started and then I read the Odyssey in university and I really love that book it's great it's I mean it's a bit of a tough read I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you you know it's kind of like an epic Greek poem but I definitely recommend you give it a try or watch like a film adaptation of it uh, yeah I know it's a tremendous tale and that you can put into a lot of different scenarios I feel like this is not the only kids cartoon that has done the Odyssey and Arthur did it great uh, especially from DW's perspective and the message in the end being that you know great stories don't go out of style uh, or at least that was definitely part of it so you know the English major in me uh, my English degree sitting in the corner over here uh, really appreciated it. Number three, uh, another one whose message really resonated with me, A Thousand and One Dads. That's another thing that I feel like Arthur still manages to deliver uh, at least a few times a-, a season is like a really strong message that still resonates with us as adults or with almost adults or, you know, people who are just big kids and large bodies. Um, yeah, A Thousand and One Dads, as I mentioned in the episode, and you can go check it out as we talk about it in depth, uh, I am... Uh, somebody who my parents are divorced and I kind of this was the episode where kids like Buster got to relate to him in that way and I thought that he had a really beautiful way uh, the the writers came up with a really beautiful way to encapsulate their uh, relationship as a family which they still are despite them being divorced and I thought that, that was a really terrific way to look at that I know that that's not everybody's family situation where divorce is involved but it did it, it is close to mine and, uh, yeah, it really it made me tear up, so uh, I really got to give it props there. And it was also a pretty funny episode, uh, you know, points away from uh, Arthur being the way he is, but also I kind of couldn't help but relate to that as well, so that played into it too. Number two, uh, sorry, Lucas, it's going to be The Blizzard. The Blizzard is not my number one, but boy, oh boy, is that a strong episode, and that's a good favorite to have uh, if you're an Arthur fan. I mean, it really is the total package in terms of like things you would want from an Arthur episode. Um, it's dramatic at times. The imagery is really interesting, especially when you know everything ices over and all that kind of stuff. It's really funny. Um, it's an ensemble episode where I feel a lot of the characters that they featured got a chance to shine, 
and uh, we're better because of it. And it has this really nice sense of community, uh, which I feel is a big part of what Arthur is. It's promoting this sense of uh, neighborhood, of community. Uh, you know, if we could learn to work and play and get along with each other. And I feel this was definitely on display in this episode. I think it's, I, I, I really think it stands the test of time, which I'm very happy to say. And uh, I feel like Lucas would say the same. Now, where's that going to be on his list? We'll have to find out. Number one, this was a late game edition, but I am pleased as punch that it, uh, that it means that much to me. My Music Rules, which we actually covered in the last canonical ECL episode. Man, this one was awesome. And again, it's one of those ones that has a message that speaks to you as much as an adult as it does as a kid. And that's that there are all kinds of music and it's okay to like different things. It's okay to, you know, open your mind to new possibilities. And I just feel like we, not to get too deep and trust me that there's only so deep I can get, but you know, we divide ourselves in a lot of different ways. See, like I'm, <laughs> let me bring it back here, especially when it comes to our tastes, you know, movies, music, video games, all this kind of stuff. We can be really harsh about it. And I say that as somebody who has been in the past, you know, I went through a period of listening to heavy metal music that lasted for quite a little bit. And, you know, I was pretty judgmental of people who didn't listen to it or listen to stuff like pop music and all this kind of stuff. But now I feel like I have grown out of that and I really have accepted the fact that I like a variety of music and I really this is a kind of message that I hope a lot of people would stand to learn is that uh yeah you can like different things and people can like different things and you shouldn't think less of them for it and I thought this was a tremendous way there were a lot of really cool things in the episode that they did I'm still thinking about the um the jazz classical fusion that they did in the middle of the episode that was so cool what a great uh kind of uh toy box to play with um with yo-yo ma and josh redmond great guest stars by the way and again very memorable to people who watched arthur as a kid it's just like oh yeah that's how i know yo-yo ma uh, yeah this one really resonated with me and i didn't expect it because it's literally the last episode of the season but it did and i'm glad that it did because it's one of my all-time favorites now Okay, well, that's enough out of me. Let's hear what my co-host lucas has to say about arthur season four take it away pal Hey, it's your buddy, your pal, Lucas Mancini, here from Elwood City Limits. We've reached the end of Season 4. It's time for my top five episodes of the season. As always, quick disclaimer, I'm kind of doing this from memory. Uh, next season, I think I'm actually going to write down after we watch the episode if I really liked an episode or not, because I think I'm doing some episodes a disservice just from recency bias and and not remembering which ones I liked the most. So if you go back and listen and I say I really, really liked an episode and I don't mention it here, just consider that a uh, basically a uh, honorable mention. Uh, I will say, though, that season four is probably my favorite season of Arthur yet, uh, maybe except for the first season, but they're definitely neck and neck, and season four has the benefit of being a lot shorter than the first season, and so it's just got way more great episodes. It's super consistent, uh, and I feel like it's the season I probably watched the most as a kid, so that's a factor as well, uh, but so far, season four... Uh, has been the best season yet, which is great, especially after a kind of disappointing season three. Uh, and one more thing before we get into the list, I will just say, uh, you still have a little bit of time to go on the bestofhalifax.com. 
and nominate, or actually not even nominate, just vote for Elwood City Limits to be best podcast. Uh, it would mean the absolute world to me, speaking for myself, and I'm sure it would mean a lot to Will as well. Just to get some recognition within our own city, we get to go to a gala, we get a plaque. Uh, it would be a huge, huge honor to uh, be named one of the best podcasts of our home city of Halifax. You have until September 15th to get your votes in at bestofhalifax.com. Uh, so if you like this show, it's probably the best way to help us out uh, for free. So please, best of Halifax, Elwood City Limits. All right, it's time for my top five episodes. Number five is DW Tailspins. Uh, DW's imagination is often a star of the show, and this episode is no exception. It's DW's retelling of The Odyssey, and it's a blast to watch uh, from the liberties it takes with the original story to the cameos from other Arthur characters, the switch-up of the animation style, uh, and the episode even waxes poetic a little bit on the value of storytelling itself. It's a fun watch. Number four is one of the most legendary Arthur episodes ever, Arthur's Big Hit. Arthur's Big Hit was probably the biggest episode of Elwood City Limits, the podcast, ever. Uh, so it deserves to be on this list for that alone. It's certainly the episode we got the most emails and feedback about. And so the fact that this children's show can have a, such a nuanced take on violence uh, and inspire discussion about it all these years later and have these images of Arthur and his clenched fist stuck in our head all these years later and in our minds to this day to the point that we all recognize it and make memes of it. Uh, it shows that this episode is one of Arthur's biggest accomplishments in pop culture and as a series. And going back to it, it's not just a meme. The episode itself holds up quite a bit and is really interesting to talk about and discuss especially as a children's show number three is muffy's new best and best friend excuse me uh this one might come as a surprise to some but but muffy's new best friend is a great example of how arthur could do a great job of pairing two characters together that you don't often see as a team it's something i really like in the show like when francine and brain teamed up and they were evil or uh, in episodes where Binky and DW are friends. I love it when they mash two kind of random characters together and see how their personalities clash. Uh, and this, we get it with basically Muffy and every single character in a, the show, so there's some fun comedy involved with that. And it's, to be honest, probably so high on my list just because there's certain moments in this episode that are some of my favorite Arthur jokes ever. Uh, most notably, when Buster is almost suffocating to death in the clothing store, only to run to the safety of the toy store, because then he can breathe again. So, uh, a little bit of a dark horse there, but I just had to put it that high on the list because... Uh, it's got some of my favorite moments. And they go see the movies, and, and it's talking about the different names of the fake movies, 5,000 Explosions and a Supernova, all that stuff. Uh, I like that episode. The Contest 2. This is an episode of Arthur I would recommend to almost anyone that's my age. If you remember television in the early and late 90s, uh, it's almost got to be C to be believed because the parodies at display here are masterful. Uh... In animation style and joke structure, they so closely resemble the originals that sometimes they can even surpass what the original shows like Beavis and Butthead and South Park uh, were going for. Uh, Dr. Katz, it's it's really incredible. Uh, they, animation is just phenomenal the way they switch it up and emulate it, but also the writing is really good too and the way they 
you know, sort of adapt the format of those shows, the Dexter's Lab parody. It's all great. Uh, it's just a really, really fun episode of Arthur to watch. Maybe not the one with the most meat on its bones or uh, moral or emotional storytelling, but as a fan of 90s television, uh, it's just so fun. Number one, you probably saw this coming now, it's The Blizzard. It's my favorite episode of Arthur of all time up to this point. Every character in this episode is always doing something interesting or grows. There's not a moment in this episode that doesn't either tell us some new information about each character or is entertaining. It's got my favorite subplot in any Arthur episode ever, which involves the adults, Mr. Haney and Mr. Rapper, and some of my favorites being trapped in the school during the snowstorm and having to sort of make sure the pipes don't freeze and Mr. Haney's downward spiral as Mr. Rapper tries to keep him believing in education. It's just hilarious. There's all the stuff with uh, the cross wires and hoarding the food and, and uh, everybody being bored because the TV's broken and, and the stuff with everybody kind of coming together. The uh, uh, really the through line of this episode is Francine trying to write this this essay on the pilgrims and she can't really relate to them and then the snowstorm uh, allows them to all go through this hardship and Francie learns about the importance of community and working together and how the pilgrims they didn't really have anything but each other and it makes her understand and so whether it comes to the storyline the moral the animation the jokes uh, the blizzard is really firing on all cylinders and that's why it should be no surprise that it was my favorite Arthur episode of the season and possibly my favorite Arthur episode of all time. So that's my list. Thanks for listening. I'm excited to hear what Will thinks and what his top episodes are. And I'm really excited to get into season five because I believe the first few episodes of season five are certified bangers. So stay tuned for that uh, in the coming weeks. And remember... Uh, bestofhalifax.com vote for Elwood City Limits Uh, I owe you my biggest thanks if you do that and hey even if you don't thanks for listening to the show okay thank you Lucas loved hearing your list and uh, I can't wait to cover season 5 and beyond with you also want to say thank you to our uh, guests this season uh, who helped to make this season uh, a lot, a lot more fun. I mean, it's always great to have guests on here. I wish, kind of wish we could have more, but it's just a matter of our scheduling. And don't worry, I have gotten, um, I have gotten the message that you know we should do the best of the nest episode with JV, who is one of our guests uh, this season. So don't worry, I'm working on it. Again, it's kind of a more of a timing thing within the week. Uh, so hopefully we will be able to. Uh, this was a huge season for us as well because we were able to talk to people who who continue to work on Arthur. We want to say a big thanks to Bruce Dinsmore and to Jessica Cardos, uh, voice actors on Arthur. Great, loved doing, loved interviewing them. They were fantastic. They are fantastic people, and uh, we really hope to do more in the future. So, and I trust me again. I've heard your requests. We will do what we can. Promise, promise. Want to make this episode, Want to make this podcast the best that it can be. All right, so that's going to about do it. Uh, you know, a couple of quick closing notes here. Of course, uh, the places to find us as usual: Facebook.com/slash Elwood City Limits. 
uh, Twitter at ECL Podcast, ElwoodCityLimits.tumblr.com. Email us at ElwoodCityLimits at gmail.com, and you can become our patron over at Patreon.com slash ElwoodCityLimits. That will give you early access uh, to uh, things that will be made available. For example, our... Arthur, it's only rock and roll commentary. You can find that uh, oh, if, if you're a patron, you can find it over there. You can also search for it on Bandcamp. I believe it's bandcamp.com slash Elwood City Limits. I should really confirm that. But yes, we are on Bandcamp. Uh, you could pay what you want. You don't have to pay anything. In fact, if you uh, are a little strapped for cash, I would encourage you to pay nothing so that you can listen to this and give us some feedback on on our commentary, on our podcast, whatever it is you feel like. We would really love to hear from you. I mean it. We've gotten some great emails this past season and you guys are you're 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 great. We love every piece of correspondence that we get. I finally started wearing my Arthur pin that a listener on the show gave us uh, I want to say like a season or two ago. And uh, I was like, where can I wear this that everybody will see it? And then at work, I've already, I've even gotten some parents, actually, who noticed it was a DW pin. And just like, oh, I used to watch that with my kids. So, you know, that fe- that felt pretty good. Don't forget to vote for us in the Best of Halifax Awards. That is put on by a local paper uh, in our city of Halifax called The Coast. Every year they name the Best of Halifax, and they do have a podcast category. So how to do that, go to bestofhalifax.com, scroll down to News and Media, and we are in the Best Podcast category. It will ask you for your email, but we really appreciate you take the extra step. Uh, you can vote until September the 15th. And hey, it'd be a really nice birthday present for me if you did that I would really appreciate it we both would Lucas and I are pretty jazzed that we were even nominated which is all thanks to you so again thank you thank you very much uh four seasons and still going and uh two years and still going recently it's it's a fun ride and we love doing it because you guys support us you guys talk to us we've met a lot of really cool people and we hope to meet even more so the best way for to do that is to share the podcast. Do you know somebody who loves Arthur? Do you know somebody who remembers Arthur and wants to hear us jokers talk about whatever it is we talk about? Recommend this podcast to them. Share it with your friends. That's the best way. Word of mouth. It really does work. That's how we've gotten, that's how we've started from the bottom and, you know, we're just a little bit up from the bottom now, but we're working on it, you know? In fact, starting next season, we're going to be getting a new social media outlet uh, I'll save that for uh, next full episode. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. It's looking like we are going to be going into a filibuster week coming up after this one. So um, if you're a patron, you can be that for as little as a dollar a month. And really, that's if you want to say thank you. Don't feel pressured. Um that's the last thing we want to do, really. But if you are a patron, uh, you will be getting a filibuster coming up next week. And, uh, yeah, I'll have to figure out what I'm going to talk about. My goodness. Uh, I guess I'll have to do something. Uh, and then after that, we will be getting into Season 5 of Arthur, which is going to be quite a few changes among the cast and among the production of Arthur, which I'm really excited to get into. That's going to be, uh, I almost said, the contest and prove it, but no, that's just because I was just looking at it. No, in fact, it is, 
Uh, oh gosh, sorry. I should have these notes up in front of me, shouldn't I? It's going to be Arthur and the Big Riddle and Double Dare. Really excited to talk about those both. From Lucas and I both, thank you for supporting us for four seasons of Arthur. And really, it's not its not the money. It's not the likes on Facebook. It's not the likes on Twitter or the retweets, although it is kind of those. It's the support. It's you saying, hey, thank you. It's saying, this podcast gets me through the week. I look forward to this podcast. Man, that makes my day every time. You guys have no idea. But at least I hope you have an idea now because I'm telling you. All right, that's enough out of me. I'm going to uh, go enjoy the rest of my birthday. Thanks, everybody. Uh, what did you think of season four? Get at us at, by email or by social media and let us know. For Lucas Mancini, this is Will Young saying season five is on the way. Arthur rolls on, as does Elwood City Limits.